0: Buy an HD radio and experience amazing crystal clear digital sound and listen online at WMUZ.com. It's 9 o'clock and the WMUZ Life and Finance team is on the air. To make sure we're all headed in the right direction, we at WMUZ have assembled a team of experts. And every night, a different expert is here to give advice about the issues that impact your life. We hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring. If you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem, we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host your weekly checkup at 866-521-WELL. Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are upper cervical doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866 866- now back to dr. Jonathan Lazar and dr. Jamie Kramer on your weekly checkup
1: it's Tuesday night that means it's time for your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar this is the show dedicated to helping you live an extraordinary life our goal tonight is to give you hope, help you live with more energy and help you experience health like never before. Welcome to your weekly checkup, Dr. Kramer. It's good to be with you tonight.
2: And likewise, happy Tuesday to all of our listeners out there. We hope you are well, we hope you are safe, and I hope you enjoy tonight's program.
1: Hey, did anybody send you a puppy for us being on the air for four years?
2: I I, I did not get a puppy. You got a puppy?
1: No, I didn't. I just wondered if they like you better, so I figured they would send you a puppy.
2: No puppies, but I got some congratulations that 's always a nice, nice thing
1: that's awesome that's really cool. well we're super excited tonight. Um, one of our values is helping uh, helping our listeners and our patients and the people that we get to serve live with more energy and experience health like never before and we're excited to do that tonight we have a very special guest with us Joanna Crank is uh is with us and she is a she's an author and so we're going to be talking about her book tonight and um, it's going to be a really exciting time so um, Joanna welcome to the studio
3: thank you for having me
1: absolutely we're excited to have you and we're going to be talking about uh, your book called sugar now it's not spelled that way. It's S H O O. Then there's a space. Then G hyphen E R. Um, a sweet journey of faith. And we, you had talked about this book a while ago, and you were originally calling it something different. What What were you originally calling your book?
3: The original title I was working with was Confessions of a Sugar Addict, which. Um still it's the same content but i just realized as i was nearing the finale the final editing and so, so forth that um the book was really more a, about my journey than just about being a sugar addict which you know i still am but um you know i'm working through it
1: got it and so you you were, it's kind of, it's an expose on sugar, and we're going to get into some of it tonight, um, but what is it that inspired you to, what is it that inspired you to write the book in the first place?
3: Well, I, you know, I didn't um, just wake up one day and say, I'm going to write a book, and I didn't grow up thinking someday I want to write a book. It kind of more just evolved, and I just felt it in my heart that I, you know, I had lived through some events and had some things happen in my life. And I felt like it was important um to share that and to see if it would help anyone along the way you know and bring them hope and on their on their own journey through the you know whatever events were the life was taking with them
1: that's fantastic so the The connection that we have uh just for our listeners is you are uh you and your family, your patients in the office mm-hmm. and um there, there are some connections between that care and some things you wrote about in the book. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But um, as you went through your chapters, uh, or as you as you wrote some of these, um, you started talking very very first about some heavy situations, some heavy loss in your life, and I think a lot of our listeners can relate to that um so in in the book itself and we we want our we want you to read this um and so we will uh, we're giving away one book uh, tonight to the first caller our number is 866 521 well 866 521 9355 and so uh we certainly want to take your calls tonight you can ask Dr. Kramer and myself questions about your health you can ask Joanna questions about um, being a can we call you a recovering sugar addict? I think that's perfect. Okay, that's perfect. Um, and that's huge. I mean we know that sugar is a huge huge uh, it has a negative impact on our health in a major major way. Um, some examples of that, Dr. Kramer and I have touched on this, before it or that one teaspoon of sugar will shut down your helper t-cells in your immune system for 12 hours so people will eat sugar and wonder why their immune systems are crashing um, it also will affect the serotonin levels in our brain and so it's directly linked to depression clinical depression bipolar disorder huge things and there were some really lucky rats that were put in a an experiment where in the tunnel in this tunnel they were running through they were given an opportunity to uh, eat sugar, eat something sweet, or have cocaine. And what they found in this study was that the, the rats that took the cocaine, it lit up a certain part of their brains, and then the rats that ate the sugar, right, um, it lit up the same part of their brains but stronger, and when given the option, the rats would go back for the sugar over the cocaine. So it's fascinating. I know I'm not telling you anything new. Um, either of you, but I, I think for our listeners it's very important that they understand that sugar is a huge, huge player in your health, and so we want to make sure that we're that we're addressing that so um like we were saying, you had talked about some loss early in your life, and so why don't you delve into that just so our listeners know kind of how your journey started?
3: Sure well, I um decided to start the book when I was nine, and my sister and I found. Um, my father laying on the ground and he had suffered a heart attack and um, that first chapter just uh, goes through that experience and what it was like to grow up um, without that bond of a father for the rest of my life and how it affected you know the choices I made and the relationships that I had and um, but also through that and part of the reason why Um, different sweeteners are the theme that ties all the chapters together is there's still a sweetness that happens out of that that God brings out of those tragedies and um, for instance in that chapter the sweetness that I that I talk about is um, my college roommate's father who made a huge impression on me and um, I was just blessed to see how their relationship was which gave me an idea of you know what a relationship with a father looks like and um just encouraged me from that point on.
1: And then you get into other um other sugars. And so after uh after the beginning there uh you start to talk about uh you talk about date sugar um which I I found interesting. I found all of it uh very interesting um and and you how did you relate date sugar to your journey what did what did date sugar have to do with
3: that well it's interesting when you bake with date sugar it stays in these tiny little pieces flecks, and so like if you make a muffin with date sugar you'll it almost looks like you're using like whole wheat flour or something because you see these tiny little brown flecks in the muffin it does not actually melt and so the the analogy i made was that even even though father and um fathers and daughters, are, um, can come together and be have that strong bond. They're still separate. But when you mix them together, they give you a sweetness that you can't replace.
0: Hmm.
1: That's a good. That's, that's, I found that very intriguing. It was a great way to, um, to hook the reader. Um, okay, so if you're just tuning in, you're listening to your weekly checkup. Our number is 866-521-WELL. Dr. Kramer and I are upper cervical chiropractors. We have offices in Ann Arbor and in Troy. And for our listeners tonight, uh, we want to let you know that just for being a WMUZ listener, um, if you like what you're hearing, if you're interested in finding out more about your health, um, we would love to offer you a private consultation with one of our doctors, a detailed history, a posture assessment, including hip height, hip rotation, and neck to pelvis, tilt in degrees, that's a $100 value, and that sure is at no charge just for being a WMUZ listener. Um, so, Dr. Kramer, if the, um, the the next thing that we were going to talk about was molasses, and um, Joanna related that to marriage, and what's you know that's something that we all get to experience, which I think is, you know, that's cool. God's not called any of us to being single at least yet, Carrie hasn't kicked me out yet, so I'm I definitely am called to that. Um, so, Joanna, how did you relate molasses to marriage?
3: What what I what surprised me to learn about molasses was how it does not spike your um your blood sugar like um, regular table sugar would, and I just um, thought about the evenness that marriage hopefully does have in our lives that it doesn't spike and fall and spike and fall but it's just an even pattern um throughout your life and so i felt that that was a good analogy to marriage
1: and um the you talked a lot in that chapter which i thought was really cool about being, uh, about being pursued. How, how Dave, your husband, pursued you and how God pursues you and how that was something that you were longing for. And I don't think you're alone in that. I don't, I don't think that, um, that's unique to you, but I think it was neat that you called that out. Um, what did that look like for you?
3: For me, I, I, you know, I believe that God was pursuing me through this whole journey and, um, but one unique way that he did it um, in this particular time in my life is uh, actually through reading another book called *Redeeming Love* by Francine Rivers, and um, the character in there she would be considered unworthy by most people, but one man decides that she is worthy and pursues her. And through that, we we just are reminded that we're always worthy in God's eyes, and that were chosen by him and it also reminded me that Dave chose me he you know he set out you know we met in college and he set out that you know I was going to be the person that he married and even though I didn't see it at first and kind of avoided it and made some mistakes he never gave up on me that's really
2: cool that's really nice to hear and and I I see that you guys are you guys are are Parents, and there's a chapter about fructose and how it relates to parenting. Could you share with our listeners a little bit about that?
3: Sure. We have um, two teenage boys, although when I was writing the book, they were obviously younger. But um, fructose, I felt, just described them in that it's pure sweetness like there's nothing added, there's nothing taken away, it's not processed, and that's how our kids are. Um, And also, the analogy drew in that um my older son I described him as like a carrot who you know you have to wash and you peel but when you through all of that you just have this super sweetness um and a little bit of crunch that just brings character to him and that kind of described his personality where my younger son is um i described as a strawberry that you wouldn't you know it's so red ripe and and draws you in that you would probably even bite into it before you washed it because that's just his personality so they're distinctly different but have that pure sweetness of fructose
1: you talked about uh, in the book, Joanna, in, in the same chapter. Dr. Kramer was just asking about. You talked about how uh, I'm going to use my words. You, your words were much better. Um, the you contrasted your kids, which a lot of times parents are. I think they they don't want to do that. They're not comfortable with that. they, they there's this. Mindset in our society that we have to love our kids the same. Now, we love our kids the same amount, right? But we don't love our kids the same. Our kids are different and we're different and we relate to our kids in a different way, which I found extremely refreshing that you were willing to go there in the book because I, I really, that's something I think that's missing. I think people um, give off the, the air that, oh, I, I love I love all my kids exactly the same, and those are relationships. There's no, there's no way that things are the same, and so you were talking about how you, um, one of them specifically, uh, and and you call on him to you you call you call him on things that he does, and I, and I don't want to call anybody out specifically. I'll let I'll let the readers read the book, but you call him out on things to to hold him to a higher integrity. And you said that your hope is that your pitfalls would not be his pitfalls. Um, and then a friend of yours said, and this is a quote from the book, isn't it hypocritical to teach your child something that isn't acceptable when you did it yourself? And you responded, our job as parents is to not let them make the same mistakes we have. That's not hypocritical, it's parenting. And I love that. Um, Dr. Kramer and I have been have done a couple shows lately on, on vaccinations and we won't uh, bless our listeners again <laughs> with that, right? But uh, Dr. Kramer, I don't remember if you said whether you were vaccinated or not.
2: I was vaccinated.
1: Okay. So she was vaccinated. I was vaccinated. My wife was vaccinated. Um, but we chose not to vaccinate our kids. We're those bad parents, right, that are uh, a menace to society for not vaccinating our kids?
2: Uh, or, or in my mind, I think I'm a superhero. That too. Yeah, that too.
1: <laughs> But, the, uh, that's actually what I thought of when I read that as I thought, you know, we, we are doing it differently with our kids than we did ourselves or than, than we were growing up. And I thought that was really cool that you called that out. It's not hypocritical, it's actually, it's actually parenting. So thumbs up on that. Listen, we're going to take a short break. If you're just tuning in, our number is 866-521-9355. Uh, the first caller that uh, calls in and is on the air, we will be happy to send you one of Joanna's books, Sugar. And so make sure you take that number down. Again, 866-521-9355. And we'll be back right after this.
0: Do you constantly live with pain? Does simply getting out of bed seemingly take all of your energy? Are you just plain tired, tired of searching for answers, tired of not living the life God intended for you? Then you need to call 866-521-WELL and speak with Dr. Jonathan Lazar or Dr. Jamie Kramer. Dr. Lazar and Dr. Kramer are upper cervical doctors who specialize in helping those who are in chronic pain. Call 866-521-WELL and make an appointment to visit one of their offices in Ann Arbor or Troy. If you mention you heard about them on WMUZ, your first consultation will be absolutely free. That's 866-521-WELL and also go to their website at yourweeklycheckup.com now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on your weekly checkup call and speak with the doctors live at 866-521-WELL that's 866-521-WELL welcome back to your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar
1: we are in the studio tonight with Joanna Crank, author of Sugar, and um, we're excited to be talking with her about um, how God has brought her on a journey through her faith, and um, yeah, and how she relates that to sugar. Uh, is it turbinado?
3: Turbinado. Did yes.
1: I say that right? Turbinado yeah. sugar. Um, you talked about that being sweet, more natural than table sugar, and you related that to friendships. You said the best friendships do not always add calories to your life, but dissolve into a shared cup of tea. With a mild, soothing sweetness, a quality friendship is never processed. I thought that was fantastic. Um, and in there, you talked about two friends who really helped you in your journey.. You know, <coughs> and so, um, how did that shape how did that shape your journey?
3: Uh, So Jessica and Robin were these two wonderful women that I met uh, shortly after my first child was born, and um, I always have fun reliving how I actually met Jessica. Uh, Robin and I had been attending a, a, um, a new mom class, and uh, we had been attending for several months, and right before we were aging out of the class because it was only um, we could only attend until our babies were six months old, um, this woman just swept into class and you know was gathering everybody up and sending around a piece of paper and she was gonna start a playgroup and all of this and as I looked on the paper as we were all putting down our names and addresses I realized that Robin lived only a block away from me but we were both kind of shy and reserved and so we had never made that connection but in comes Jessica and she just gathered us all together and started this play group that lasted for years and of course I'm still um, great friends with them today but within that time, they um were the ones that eventually offered me the information that um, started my journey with jesus and um, it was just an amazing time of growth with them
1: that's really cool that's really cool um,
2: and one of the other chapters that we that that is in the in the book is talks about bittersweet chocolate and could you tell us a little bit about that one and about that chapter and where that leads us, and then how that relates back to where we are today.
3: Sure. Well, Bittersweet Chocolate is probably um, the most difficult chapter for me to write, um, because it is all focused around um, the murder of my sister, which um, obviously was devastating in my life. And, and what I found, though, was it was also healing to write it, because I, I did need to work through um, and relive some of the things that. I had kind of just put to the side and and moved on um, in life with. Um, But in the end, like I tried to kind of tie up with all the chapters is I related it back to bittersweet chocolate because um, even though bittersweet chocolate, you know, is bitter when you first put it in your mouth, after you set it there and it's melting in your mouth for a few seconds, you do get just a simple... um, minor little sweetness with it and of course you know i'm a i love chocolate so just any chocolate is good for me so even out of a tragedy um like the death of my sister we can still see the sweetness that life will and that god will provide in our life
1: you know we when i was reading through that chapter i you know i thought about the the stress that that caused in your life. And that's such an understatement, I mean, to talk about, you know, your sister being murdered in cold blood and that being, you know, oh, it's stressful, you know. Um, It does more than that. But, you know, we talk about, um, you know, every form of dis-ease that we experience in life comes from either, uh, Dr. Kramer, do you want to share the three T's?
2: Sure. They're thoughts, traumas, and toxins. Those are the three T's.
1: So if we, um, that may not have been a a physical, that wasn't a physical trauma, and it may not have involved any toxins, but every form of dis-ease in our life um, comes from thoughts, traumas, or toxins, physical, chemical, or emotional stress, uh, distress. And that would have done such a number on your nervous system, you know. And we talk about, uh, under chiropractic care, we talk about patients needing, more care during those times. They need, patients need to make sure that, uh, you know, because you'll, we actually develop subluxations. We actually develop more nerve interference. It's this vicious cycle. And I thought, um, you know, we can't do anything as chiropractors. Dr. Kramer and I can't do anything about the stress that's in people's lives, but we can do something with the stress response system. And um, it wasn't God's timing for you at that time, but when I hear of people's distress being that magn- that huge, I always wonder what would it have been like had you been under care at that time? It's, it's a silly thought because you weren't, but I know that there are people listening who are suffering right now, who are having a hard time, um, who are traumatized by, by things that are going on in their life. And what would you, I mean, you're under care. We're going to get to that part, your story and how it relates to care in just a second. But what would would you tell them, just just off the hip, knowing what you know about how the body works, about how chiropractic has served you and your health and your family, what would you tell people who are going through trauma like that right now?
3: I I do believe that chiropractic um, has made a world of difference in our family's health. And just relating it back to my sister's death, that even though it's been um, several years, that time of year still can be very difficult for me as we approach the anniversary of the death. And so I I find that that's a key time for me to make sure that I'm in the office and getting adjusted so that um, I have everything working in good order. Um, And it doesn't take away the grief and it doesn't take away the sadness, but it helps me um, adjust with it more.
2: So Joanne, uh, a couple questions uh, for our listeners out there. When was your book published and released?
3: Um, just February of this year.
2: Yeah, and when did you go through this um, time? So we can kind of put some of this time frame in in place here. When when was the loss of your your sister? Um, My sister died
3: in uh, July of two thousand two.
2: I'm really sorry, really sorry to hear that. And, um, you know, as I'm looking at, if you go on Amazon, you can find Sugar. And it says, you know, it begins with the sudden death of Joanne's father. And she continues through additional life-altering events, including um, high-risk pregnancy, your sister's murder, and health challenges. And this year, all the proceeds are going to actually be donated to Team World Vision, which I think is fantastic. So thank you for, for doing that and, and, and coming on and sharing some of the, you know, the tragedies in your life that will turn into sweetness later on. I think that it's a, it's a beautiful concept all put together. And, you know, and then the next chapter I know brings us into more of a sweeter side with maple syrup. Um, will you go ahead and share that with us?
3: Sure, maple syrup was um, my chapter about a miracle that happened with um, my oldest son, and um, I related it back to maple syrup because when i when I started re- researching maple syrup, um, it was described as that a, a farmer of maple syrup can 't. Just He doesn't know that March 12th every year is going to be when the sap's ready. He just has to watch the changes in the tree and he has to just see you know what kind of environmental changes are happening, and then that's when he kind of understands when the sap will be ready. And I just felt like that is um, how God's miracles work in our life, too. I, I think God works miracles all the time, and um, not that this is the only miracle that I've seen in my life, but this was definitely um, a very important one. So, go ahead, Dr. King. I, I, if we can elaborate, what what was the miracle? Oh, sure. So, um, sorry about that. My um, so my oldest son. Uh, just in a real brief story, it's actually, um, you know, I hope you get the book and read it more fully, but he had been diagnosed on the autism spectrum, and we had been doing a lot of therapies with him and so forth. We ended up meeting Dr. Lazar through a, a, a class at church, and I had already been thinking, and this is months, months into this process, and I had already been thinking, well, if autism is, on the neural, is, is a neurological issue and chiropractic deals with neurological issues, that just seems like where we should go. Um, so we, uh, we started Nathan on a program with um, Dr. Lazar, and I think it was about six weeks in. Um, just I, I describe it as just a, a curtain was pulled off of my son, and the son that I had known returned.
2: And how old was your son at the time?
0: Well,
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember his exact age.
0: So it
1: would have been 2009 or so.
3: So he was 10.
1: 10. Oh, wow. I was I was off a little bit. It was it was such an interesting thing. I can just say, um, first of all, you know, as chiropractors, we can't take credit uh, for anything. It's God's It's God's creation that that uh, in our bodies that does the healing. And, um, but, but take us, take us back a little bit through the journey. Like, uh, where, where did the Asperger's, where did it, how did you guys find out about that? Like, what was, um, was it a later onset? Did you notice the change? Like, just kind of take us into that. Cause I know, um, I know that the rates of the autism spectrum, Right now, it's just on a crazy, crazy rise. And and so I want to speak into that a little bit as well.
3: I I can't say that, you know, it was a noticeable, like, one day he just seemed different. Um, What we more noticed was an increasing inflexibility. Um, And the example, one example that was stark to us was Dave and I had gone away for a weekend and um, as, Usual if he doesn't have to, Dave didn't shave while we were gone. And when we got back, you know, he had a beard, not a thick one, but and Nathan's reaction to it was um, just highly unusual. Like, you just wouldn't have expected the reaction that we got from him. And I was already thinking, there's something. There's something not right here that we need to figure out. Plus, parenting had become quite a challenge. And you know, there there are obviously parenting is challenging. Um, but it was at a point where you're you're just sitting back thinking, what and what else could I possibly do? Like we just felt like nothing we were trying was working. Um, and so that's when we pursued looking into it further.
1: You had mentioned a point uh, in your book where you said. You kept praying, um, you know, you, you received the diagnosis of Asperger's and you prayed almost every day for a healing that God would see fit to remove this thorn from Nate's side. After several months as a flawed human being, an earthly mom, I shifted my prayer away from healing and focused my prayer on equipping Dave and me to be the best parents for Nate. Um, so, kind of a turning point. You, you would ask God to provide the healing and you, and you thought that... Um, if I may, it was just kind of outside the time frame, and so that must mean that God's not going to do that. Is that, mm-hmm. is that fair? And so you fig- then you said, I figured God and his providence had decided that Asperger's would be our journey, and we needed to find a way to glorify God, glorify him in it. Honestly, I had given up on God healing Nate. I still believed in and relied on him for strength and direction, and yet... I had lost a little of my confidence in His faithfulness. It is difficult to admit that I doubted God, but it was the truth. I love how I love how real you are. You talked about how you had just hardened your heart um, on that, and so then you talked about um, after after care started. So it sounded like you had done a bunch of other things, mm-hmm. and then after care started. Um, you, I remember specifically you were asking. There are good days and bad days, and you know these bad days are crazy. You talked about the contrast. Hey, there aren't as many bad days, but they're you know they're becoming more good days. But now these bad days seem even more of a contrast.
3: Do you, I? I don't know if you remember, but I remember walking in your office with my eyes just bugged out, like what is going on? Because <laughs> it just seemed so much worse.
1: Doctor Kramer, how many times? How many times does that happen where? While somebody's going through healing or retracing or something like that, um, that they can they can experience more of the symptoms. Is that something you notice a lot?
2: Yeah, we see that. It's called a healing crisis, and it can be common as the the, the nervous system gets sh- shaken up to rewire itself. And or to to reconnect and to heal. And so we call that a healing crisis in the office. And, and that can happen. Um, it, it doesn't happen with everybody. I can make that really clear, too. But as you go through healing, it can happen. And, you know, when we see people in our offices that have um, Asperger's, or we have sensory neural issues of any Anyway, what so form, um, like just like how you beautifully had said when you were doing your research, um, and we look at autism and things like that. We, we, we look at these 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 uh, quote unquote conditions that get linked together, and they all do have to do with the nervous system. And if someone's nervous system isn't tuned up or in alignment or or or, or uh, you know clicking on every every circuit is firing equally we're going to have a problem we can't have this circuit flipping here and the other circuit two beats behind and what we want to do is we want to intersect these circuits so that they're all firing at the same time and clicking and your son's body was going through some of that trying to re-click if you want to say that um, so that all the circuits were firing at once and we can assimilate and make sense of what was happening in our body and how we process information so it's it's extremely extremely powerful and And the type of chiropractic Dr. Lazar and I do, which we haven't mentioned, requires no twisting, cracking, or popping. It's extremely gentle. We see all kinds of, um, from infants to older people in our office. And it's amazing if you have a neurological issue, that's, uh, that's the first person I would want to see would be an upper cervical chiropractor. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to your weekly checkup. Our number is 866-521-9355. Again, that number is 866-521-9355. And we'll have more right after this.
0: Do you constantly live with pain? Does simply getting out of bed seemingly take all of your energy? Are you just plain tired? Tired of searching for answers? Tired of not living the life God intended for you? Then you need to call 866-521-WELL and speak with Dr. Jonathan Lazar or Dr. Jamie Kramer. Dr. Lazar and Dr. Kramer are upper cervical doctors who specialize in helping those who are in chronic pain. Call 866-521-WELL and make an appointment to visit one of their offices in Ann Arbor or Troy. If you mention you heard about them on WMUZ, your first consultation will be absolutely free. That's 866-521-WELL. And also go to their website at yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on Your Weekly Checkup. Be on the radio. Call the show with your question right now at 866 866- 521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL.
1: Welcome back to your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer with a C and Dr. Lazar. Um, we are in the studio tonight with Joanna Crank, and she's the author of Sugar, A Sweet Journey of Faith. And we were just talking about how she brought her son Nate in for some upper cervical care when he was dealing, when they, as a family, were dealing with um, an Asperger's diagnosis, a higher functioning autism spectrum disorder, and so she... Had brought him in, and what I what I find interesting. So you had taken him off of his supplements, which was a big um, a big part of the regimen, and then you noticed, and this part really really jumped out. When Dr. Kramer and I see X rays, we don't we don't see spines, um, and when we do exams, we don't see nerve flow those are the things that as doctors were trained to look at um, and improve and measure and those sort of things but when we see somebody um, that is even if they're not suffering even if they don't have a condition that stands out that's noticeable um, we still know that if their nervous system's not functioning well well let me back up if their spine's not healthy their nervous system's not functioning well if their nervous system's not functioning well their relationships are affected. Their relationship with God, their relationship with their spouse, their relationship with their kids, um, their co-workers, their friends, their family—all of that, all of that is, is related. Now, this is a very clear connection. Um, parents with a child on the autism spectrum have a forty percent higher divorce rate than than kids than parents with kids that are not on the spectrum. So, if we take the national average of just over fifty percent, because I'm not as good with math. I'll just call it 50%. Um, 50% divorce rate, and then add 40% to that. I've tried adding that up several different ways, and I get I get 90% if, if I add those two together. And so, that's insane how much that that affects your family. And so, um, I didn't. I didn't hear a whole lot of that in the book, but I did hear how your relationships with others were affected, your friend Jessica, and how she brought her friends, her kids over, and your kids were able to play together. That was a big change that you noticed and she noticed, and, you know, Dr. Kramer, um, I don't know how many play dates you guys do yet, but, I mean, imagine imagine Joanna and, and Nate and Simon and Jessica and her kids trying to get together. And not ever being able to talk because they have to step in all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was one of the things that they noticed was uh, that they didn't have to do that. So that's big. I mean, anytime something starts to affect other relationships, good or bad, that's gonna, that's, that's a big impact. Um, and I think about, you know, what happens with what happens with Simon when mom and dad are totally, you know, trying to get answers and figure this stuff out. And and you're not you weren't doing anything wrong. You were doing what you had to do. But, you know, I think about that and I think about your marriage and, and those relationships. And then I love the part where you were talking about how um, his his small group leader said that, you know, he had noticed a change. So, so you noticed a change in Nate's humor. He got humor. He understood Mm -hmm. what that was, which was unique. Then you noticed that there was a change with how he could play with other kids. That was, that was big. Um, and that meant that you and Jessica could spend time together, like, like moms need to do. And then his small group leader noticed a change. And, And I find it interesting that when we, it's so easy, I do this all the time, and I'm sure, you know, Dr. Kramer, I don't want to speak for you, but, uh, you know, so correct me if I'm wrong on this. We'll ask God for something and then, and then stop looking for the answer. Yeah. I've asked God and, and then we kind of forget that we asked. And so he's giving you step after step after step. This is better and this is better and this is better. Um, and those sort of things. And so, um, I just want to, I just want to read this part where, um, you, Where we saw each other in church, I thought that was I thought that was really neat. Um, And so, you said as we were checking the kids in and dropping them off their classes, I was bouncing like Tigger. My joy was so complete and overflowing that I couldn't hold it in. Then I saw Doctor Lazar entering church with his wife and kids. I bounced over to him and thankfully had enough uh, decorum not to tackle him like Tigger would poo. I could see that that was awesome. Um, I talked a mile a minute and I'm pretty sure I didn't make much sense yet. He understood and was so excited for us and for Nate and then bounced off into the auditorium to praise my God, to praise my God for loving Nate more than I ever could, for not giving up on Nate, although I gave up on him, for lifting a veil of darkness that muted my child's true personality, that that night, one of the songs our worship team, team sang was The Stand by Song United. Um... I just think that's so. I just think that's so great. And um, whether God heals, you know, for those of you listening, whether God will heal you through chiropractic um, or you know through His own other means, um, I just I'm really I'm impressed that you had done the research. I'm impressed that you had thought to ask, hey, you know, what can chiropractic do for this? And um, I think that's really cool. And I'm glad I'm glad we've been able to be a small part of you know what God's doing in your life and and that sort of thing. Um, you talked about muscovado sugar. Let's talk about that. What's, what was that one
3: about? You know, it's interesting because muscovado sugar is um, technically just a brown sugar, but um, it it's less processed and it has a richer taste to it. Um, so, you know, that, again, I, I just correlated how... Um, the sweetness that god takes you on this journey it can taste so different and look so different but um it's still god's sweetness so um yeah that chapter i went into my own health issues and um thankfully saved myself a couple steps in that um through that process we started care with nathan at um with dr lazar and then um so then i knew it was a easy step in for me to also start care and um begin my healing
2: and what kind of things did you notice when you started with upper cervical care and your healing journey
3: well i think um the most exciting part um at least at the beginning was i had been diagnosed with ibs and um
1: that's irritable bowel syndrome
3: and so i i really wasn't able to eat many foods like it just caused me a lot of pain and discomfort and um after my first adjustment with Dr. Lazar, it was the day before my son's soccer, end-of-the-season soccer party. And um, so I asked him, I said, could I eat pizza tomorrow? And he was like, why not? <laughs> and So at the soccer party, I ate pizza, and I didn't have a problem. So I ate rice krispie treats, and I didn't have a problem. I basically ate everything I really shouldn't have been eating anyway, um, but had no problem and went on a month-long binge of eating all the stuff that I hadn't been able to eat for a long time.
1: You know, Dr. Kramer is a better doctor than I am. She would never have told you to do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not not for sure. Not for sure on this. But So you um, were struggling with IBS, and the adjustments helped with that. So our listeners are probably scratching their head, and they're going, how could... A chiropractic adjustment help with irritable bowel syndrome, or with, and we we talked a little bit about how that can affect with um, autism as well, with dealing with the nervous system. But as upper cervical chiropractors, we deal with your nervous system, and it actually controls everything in your body. And the nerves that come out of your spine actually go to your bowel; they go to your small intestines. Um, They go to your stomach. They go to all the organs in your body. So if we have a a misalignment or a subluxation in the spine that's choking off the nerves that go to that area, it can cause irritation. And what we do as upper cervical chiropractors is we remove that, that nerve interference, that choking off the nerve, and when we remove that, it unchokes that area so that your body gets to actually work and feel best. A lot of times people and think when they think of chiropractic, they think of low back pain, sciatica pain, neck pain and I'm going to tell you Dr. Lazar and I knock those out of the park. That is what we what we see in our offices you know continually throughout the day, and those are things we help with. So if you do have those conditions or, or health concerns, definitely come and see us. And you can see us in our Ann Arbor or our Troy office. or And you can also find us on yourweeklycheckup.com. And, again, our number is 866-521-9355. And you can schedule consultations with us um, through that. But back to the irritable bowel, so those are the things that, you know, we easily see all the time. But a lot of times people don't think if they have digestive distress or if we have, um, as we were talking about, um some type of you know, Asperger's or whether it's on an autism spectrum that that can help with it but it goes down to that nervous system and if your nervous system is disrupted from a misalignment or a subluxation and restoring that disruption will allow your body to heal from inside out because everything we need is within us we just need to tap into that God-given innate potential that's inside of our bodies and that's what Joanne is, is sharing so much with of how she's experienced that for her son and herself. And I believe you said the rest of your family was also under care? Yes. And did your what did your other family members notice?
3: Well, we actually laughed because um, Dave, my husband Dave and my younger son Simon, when they started care, they, they had no so-called complaints you know they just but we just we had seen the benefits and we knew that the whole family needed to do it so while they don't have um a story like Nate and I do about how we saw um, drastic changes what I can say is that what we see in them is that they are just healthier they rarely get sick um Dave ended up having um a mountain bike accident and broke his clavicle. And um, although, you know, that had to heal and he had to have surgery for that, Dr. Lazar was able to continue adjusting him through that. So the repercussions of that accident didn't cause more problems for his health down the line.
2: Absolutely. So the recovery time on things is much better when you're under chiropractic care too. We, we see that all the time, um, and it's because the body gets back into alignment, so it can deal with the stressors of recovering from an illness or an injury, like we just said in, in this in this um, example here with your husband, and it's quite profound. You know, I, I'm a big component of suffering's optional. Okay, um, when mm-hmm. it comes to our health, and we can just continue to look and um, seek out answers. So if you're listening tonight and you know somebody that doesn't have an answer to their health concern, or maybe that's you, give us a call at the 866- 521-9355 number and make an appointment to see Dr. Lazar or myself, and we will sit down with you. There's no charge to come in and chat with us as a WMUZ listener. And the the information in our sit-down could be profound for yourself or a loved one. I meet people constantly in our office That have never actually heard this program, but someone like you listening shared it with someone else and it's changed their life. So I want to thank you out there if you're that person because that's how we make this place, uh, make this world here a better place for us. And allows us to be living to our full potential, and so that we can go out and, and you know, make our communities a, a great community. So, you're, you were saying about your, your husband and your son, they didn't have a lot going on in the, in the, I'm using air quotes as far as health concerns, but we know that they're healthier because their nervous systems and their being are back into alignment, and so they're expressing themselves fully. Did they notice, happen to notice anything else with maybe sleeping or digestion or, or anything else?
3: I wouldn't say there was anything remarkable that we noticed down the line, but um, we definitely notice. you know, we're an active family, soccer playing, um, mountain biking, swimming, running, all that, and it keeps us available to all those things. Like, we, we rarely have to sit out because of an injury or um, an illness because our nervous systems are working correctly.
2: Yeah, well, that. Go ahead.
1: Dave is a competitive cyclist. Is that the proper term? Mountain biker. I'm sorry, mountain biker. Dave's a competitive mountain biker. Um, And so we actually get to sponsor um, his team and um, have been out at some of the races. And so it's just that. So that's fun. I mean, I think I think that's been a cool part. I don't know. um, I don't know that it's I don't know what it's done, but it's it's been fun. You know, it's been fun to do that for sure.
2: Well, we have actually more of our show coming up right after this break.
0: Do you constantly live with pain? Does simply getting out of bed seemingly take all of your energy? Are you just plain tired, tired of searching for answers, tired of not living the life God intended for you? Then you need to call 866-521-WELL and speak with Dr. Jonathan Lazar or Dr. Jamie Kramer. Dr. Lazar and Dr. Kramer are upper cervical doctors who specialize in helping those who are in chronic pain. Call 866-521-WELL and make an appointment to visit one of their offices in Ann Arbor or Troy. If you mention you heard about them on WMUZ, your first consultation will be absolutely free. That's 866-521-WELL. And also go to their website at yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on your weekly checkup. Be on the radio. Call the show with your question right now at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL.
2: Welcome back to your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer with the C here and Dr. Lazar, and we have a special guest on the air, the author of Sugar, um, and we have been talking about different chapters, and each of her chapters of her book are about different types of sugar and what her life has journey has been and um, her sweet journey of faith. So it's been actually really fun to get to know you, Joanne, tonight, and and um, some definitely great. Uh, great information and I actually have not read this book. Um, Dr. Lazar was so excited after he read this book and wanted to have you right on the air that I didn't get to it but I am so excited to read it but I want us to go ahead and go into the next chapter that we are going to talk about about powdered sugar and what that is about.
3: Powdered sugar is um, like true to powdered sugar form. It's um, a book about, or it's a chapter about celebrations. And, um, you know, I just think if you see something, any kind of dessert that's dusted with powdered sugar, for me it causes the reaction of, oh, this must be a party. So it's um, really about a journey through um, my 40th birthday and the expectations that I set that were completely unrealistic and um, but still, like every other chapter, how God still intertwined his sweetness into it. So what could have been um, a time in my life that I was severely disappointed, it turned out to be super sweet and a celebration like powdered sugar.
2: Oh, isn't that great? That, that, that sounds like a, a really, really good explanation for powdered sugar and, and how you're tying that in towards the end of the book, correct?
3: Yes, that is towards the end.
2: Yeah. So, what really, behind the story here, what why did what led you to write this book? Because you said you never set out to write this book, but really what what made you sit down one day and start doing this?
3: Um, I know it seems like just a kind of a panned answer, but it really was just a leading from God um, as as the social media age kind of picked up. I started, my thoughts started coming in like, you know, 160 characters or less and and I would start changing those into chapter titles and I would just kind of joke around and say, oh, if I was going to write a chapter about that, it would be called this and it would be just a short clip. Um, and then uh, what I have learned in my life and I'm still learning is that um, God will like use his Holy Spirit and just kind of drop ideas Onto to my heart and um that's what he did with writing and i just felt this prompting one day of you should write a book and i was uh kind of taken aback by that but i did uh tell dave about it right away because i tend to drop things on him very quickly and want action so i thought i'd give him some notice that i thought god okay. was telling me to write a book well and, you're a woman um, after my own heart <laughs> So and then um, I avoided it for a while and then it just got to one of those days where I just felt overwhelmed and I just sat down and started writing and it took about five years to complete and I had some um, very kind and generous people that read my early works and Pulled a lot more out. It was it was pretty empty to begin with. Um, I thought it was full, but they said, "Oh, there's so much more here. You need to pull it out." So um, they trudged through those early manuscripts and and helped me get it to where it is today.
1: That's really neat. That's really neat. So um, you know, as as we are are nearing the end of the um, the show, the the thought comes to mind that, um, you know, Dr. B.J. Palmer said, you never know how far-reaching something you may think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. And, you know, when I look, Joanna, at people like you who are willing to step out and do something scary, you know, um, you have to be very vulnerable to write a book like you did and to share so much of your own um, stuff you know that was I mean that really that really caught me um off guard and I think vulnerability is impressive um and that's well received now I think in a different time it might not have been as well received but I think that's really good and I think your readers and our listeners are are gonna notice that um and and enjoy that for sure um And so, but it's interesting to me what God can do with somebody who's willing to step out. Um, and, and I think about, about Dave, how, um, you know, he, I don't know, I don't know what he's able to do, um, differently. We, we can never, you know, as I bring it back to chiropractic, we don't know, we don't ever know what we prevented. You know, we don't ever know what doesn't show up in our body that may have showed up, you know, without, without care, um. But in his circle of influence and and in his sphere, um, he's he's touching lives and is, is is actively involved in things, and that's really cool. And I, I watch, I get to watch Nate and Simon uh, grow into young men of God, and I and and I know God has huge plans for them. And so when I think of that that concept of we really don't know how far reaching something we might think say or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow um you know their lives are are going to do huge things whether it's setting an example for you know my kids got baptized because they saw nate get baptized Like, Mm. and so to think about the things that happen and i and i know dr kramer and i talk about this a lot just the effects of that are just so huge. We we can't possibly fathom that, um, but it's it's cool and it's really neat to to hear that for people listening. Who think, um, yeah, I know what this is. This is too good to be true. There's no way. I mean, honestly. So, chiropractic treats autism? No, it doesn't. But um, and it treats irritable bowel syndrome? No, it doesn't. And it guarantees that if we break a bone, we'll heal faster? No, it doesn't. Like, but sometimes people will hear those things. What would you tell? What would you tell somebody sitting on the fence saying, um, I don't know. I don't know if I should take this jump or not. I've tried everything else, and none of it's worked. And everybody else told me they could help me, and they've all been lying. So, you know, just like you maybe give up on God healing Nate, they've given up on being healed and said it's just not going to happen. What would you tell them if you were if you were having tea with them right now? What would you say to them?
3: I, I would encourage you to investigate chiropractic because there's a reason why you're listening to this show right now. Um and I feel like God puts us, people in our lives and puts us in places and lets us hear things because He He needs us to know those things and take action on them. Um, I I don't I would never say to somebody, make sure to go to Dr. Lazar or Dr. Kramer and they will heal you of whatever your ailment is, because God has a different path for all of us. But what I know is it's not going to make it worse.
1: That's a really cool. That's a cool point.
2: That's a cool yeah. point, yeah. And, and of course, it could not only would it not make you worse, but it, the, the the hope and the possibility is it's going to make you better.
3: And we have evidence of that in our family. So, yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely, very, very, very well said. Well, let's go ahead and repeat that book again. It's "Sugar: A Sweet Journey of Faith." Um, And it's S-H-O-O-G dash E-R, which is a really cool. I think it's very clever. I love the idea of the book, and I love the insights that you're able to share tonight. So thank you very much for being on the program.
3: I appreciate you having me and letting me share some more of my story.
1: Well, for people who want to glance, we will have um, we have sugar in the Ann Arbor office. Um, please, you know, uh, help Joanna support her cause and um, of of raising money for World Vision and uh, buy her book on Amazon and make sure you leave a review. Reviews are um, are always super helpful when it comes to that. So, we appreciate it very much. Um, aches and pains are signs that your body is not working right. Your brain, spinal cord, and nerves control how your body works. Physical, chemical, or emotional stresses produce a defensive posture. Muscles contract, locking spinal joints that pinch or irritate nearby nerves. Lack of nervous system integrity sets the stage for disease and ill health. A thorough examination helps chiropractors find these subluxations. Applying a precise force to stuck spinal joints helps your body right itself. Health usually returns as repeated visits restore nervous system integrity, and that is why chiropractic care has helped millions of people just like you get well and stay well. On behalf of our teams in Ann Arbor and Troy, um, thank you very much. Uh, special thanks to Joanna Crank and uh, for her being here and our awesome team at WMUZ. Thanks so much for listening. We will look forward to being back with you next week.
2: God bless. Yeah.